corn dogs. And then he split them open and put chili and cheese on them and then baked them in the oven. So it's like a corn dog, chili dog. Damn. That sounds, sounds good. messy, but it also sounds very good. It's, I just don't see, I mean, you could just take the stick out at that point, you know? Yeah. yeah. Because you can't eat it when the sti- with the stick like that. No, nah, there's no way. What else did he put in but, um, it? Just chili cheese on, t- like, when in the little cut. I think he put like jalapenos and um, <sighs> come on, stuff man. like that on it. Yeah, uh, but corn dog's not the right. I don't know. Anyway, we need to introduce the show and get going because um, people have been waiting for this. Yeah, uh, a lot. So of welcome people. to everyone. Yeah, all fifty of you. Hey, do so we have fifty listeners? Hiding in the. Well, I don't know, actually. Let me see. Um, check the metrics. Since I've already tried to do the intro twice and you interrupted me. Oh, uh, computer, please stop. check the metrics. I will check the analytics. Come on, dude. Analytics. Confirmed. Um, total, 173 plays. <sighs> Come on. Um, estimated audience, 23. So, Damn. hello. All 23 of you. We appreciate you being here. Um, tell your <laughs> friends about us. Sick. Tell a friend about hiding in the garage, definitely. Yeah. Uh, hey, we have stickers to say show? that. I've been trying to. You keep interrupting me. I tried it two times, and you're like, blah, 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 and you just started saying stuff. So I started saying stuff now, and then even in my plug, you... Jeez, do you want to take the reins? What up, everybody? How's it going? No, this I'm is doing Austin. it. Stop uh, it. This, uh, and I'm the co-host. This is uh, Corey. <laughs> Hello, everyone. He's also a co-host. We're we're not hosts. We're co-hosts. We're equals. Yeah, and uh, this is Hiding in the Garage, um, where we talk about dad stuff, being a dad, what it means to be a dad, uh, any you know parental advice or stuff that we think we can talk about or we know something or our experiences. Um, so take it with a grain of salt. Apply it at your own, um, you know, your own discretion. Whatever we tell you to do. Um, that was a really good intro. Thank you. It was very it? good. I liked it. Yeah, I liked how you said the title. No, 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 I afterwards. can't tell with you. <laughs> you can um, never tell if I'm like, that was really good. Yeah, yeah. Or, like hey, man, that was really good. Or, hey, man, that was really good. You know? I can't tell the difference between those two. <laughs> Even when you said, <laughs> the, the second, second one, one sounds condescending. Oh, see, I thought the second one sounded more condescending. Mm, you know. Anyways, yeah, let's just. So what are we talking about today, Corey? Okay. So we came up with these uh, recently, and we had three topics to choose from, and we landed on this one. So I know that it's fairly common for when your child is born. As a father, um, sometimes you don't immediately feel a connection with that kid, with your kid. Um, and there's nothing wrong with it. There's no shame in it. I know plenty of dads who had that, and I had that with Noah. I didn't feel connected with him when he was first born. Um, and so it's kind of scary. When you don't feel that connection, you're like, what's wrong with me? Like, why don't I? Like, obviously, you love your kid, but you're like, mm. you know what I mean? Not to say take it or leave it, but like, that's kind of how you feel. Yeah, because I think right off the bat, um, when your kid's born, you know, your number one priority, too, is just to make sure that, hey, like, okay, I have this new human in my hand. But also, like, is my girl, is, is she okay? You know? <laughs> And, yeah, exactly. Uh, and I feel like the whole experience, the whole birthing experience is obviously centered around the woman and which it should be. I mean, she's the one that has to do all the hard work. <clears throat> but in that moment, you know, one of the first things they want to teach the kid is to is to latch. You know, if you if you're going to do breastfeeding and or, you know, uh, skin to skin, you know, something like that. And then that's like the thing they try to get out 
the most. And uh, I think that's where a lot of dudes kind of feel left behind where it's just nature. You know, it's, I mean, it ain't nothing against you. It's just, you don't produce milk, man. Well, I think it's not only that, it's also that your wife, girlfriend, whatever the person is to you, they have had this person living inside of them for nine, 10 months now. So they're connected literally. And, you know, like emotionally. Mm -hmm. So whenever the baby comes out and you're like, cause I'll be blunt here. When Noah was first born, I felt like I was babysitting someone else's kid. I didn't feel like he was my kid. And I've Why? talked to Elsa about this, so I don't mind if she hears it. We've, and I'm going to get to that in a second that you mm. should definitely bring it up because it can, I've literally seen it ruin someone's entire marriage. So, mm. um, I just felt like he wasn't my kid. I, I felt love for him, but mm. it wasn't like, he didn't feel like he was mine because again, you don't, you, <laughs> it's hard to explain it, but like you're part of your kid, but like your wife or your girlfriend is like, that was everything. They were the, yeah, the, the food, sure. the water, the, the vessel, the everything. Mm -hmm. And then they come out and they're just like, you're like, okay, I got to take care of this. So is Noah now. like a, like a mommy's boy or a daddy's boy? Oh, he's a daddy's boy now, and that's the thing also with JJ is I didn't have that issue with Jonah, with our second child. Um, I think it's because, I think it has to do with nerves, because I was extremely nervous about Noah. I'd never ha been around kids. I never changed a diaper until too, the day know? Noah was born. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's nothing to be ashamed of, and I don't know if there's any new dads listening. I know we have friends that listen who are new dads, and if you're feeling this feeling right now, just... It's going to pass. Mm -hmm. I promise you. It's going to get, you're just going to wake up. Literally, you're going to wake up one day and you're going to be like, holy shit. Like, this kid is everything in the world to me now. Like, it's, it's a weird transition phase that, that a lot of men go through. And I know for a fact that a ton of people go through because I've read articles about it. So obviously, it's not just like exclusive to like, you know, no, a yeah, small yeah. percentage of dads. Like, it's a big, it's a thing that happens. And for I can't sure. remember what it's exactly called, but I think, uh, yeah, early on, I mean, I don't know. Um, but we were just talking about it before we started recording, but like when I brought Salem out of the operating room to like meet the fam that was there, um, he wasn't crying, you know, he was just eyes open, taking it all in. And uh I think there's something to be said for um like first impressions, right? So if a kid is like losing its mind and you you feel like, oh, like I'm already like five minutes in, I'm a bad dad or I'm a bad parent, you know, like, or just like the anxiety of like, this is my life now. Like yeah. that's another and, thing. Um, like I, so think I think we need to be completely honest about that is it's very scary to hold your kid. And if they're screaming and crying, you're like, is it going to stop? Like right. as a first time dad, you're like, is this going to stop? Or is this like how it is for like, until they're like three? Yeah. So I, I lucked out because he, he was very, very calm in that moment, you know? And like, we we're just passing him around like a dang football and he was chilling. And so right off the bat, like I, I had just met my son. Um, and it was a calm experience and it helped my nerves because I'm like, Oh yeah, I think maybe that, he'll be yeah, easy. I think that's a big deal. And I think like the opposite of that is obviously a kid, like you're not able to control the kid. You're not able to calm the kid or soothe the kid, you know, and it's a baby. It literally is only minutes old and doesn't know what to do. And, you kind of feel like, oh, the nurse has to step in and take it or, you know, oh, let's hurry up and get him or him or her to her mom. And then, you know, you may suddenly feel like, oh, well, 
what am I even doing here? You know, that's completely, like Corey was saying, it's completely natural, you know, like, I, I don't know. It's I, scary. Uh, it's, it's a terrifying, like, it's a great experience. It's not like nothing you'll ever experience holding your kid for the first time, but like, right. It's also utterly terrifying. If you're like never been around kids or like you're a first time dad, like second kid, you're like, cool, let's get the pictures. Let's get out of here in two days. You know what I mean? Like, you're like, I've already done this. Like, it's cool. Yeah. Let's, you know, what's the wait? Cool. We're good to go. Yeah. Like, but the first kid, it's everything's different with your first kid. And you probably just heard my second kid on the monitor here. But one thing that stuck with me when, like, I was asking, you know, my mom about my dad later on was like, I've always been very, um, I don't know, particular, we'll say. And, um, you know, if, if I was, if I had one shoe tied tighter than the other, that bothered me and I would like throw a fit until it was fixed, you know? And, uh, so I think I was a difficult kid and, uh, my mom said that my well, you've dad turned into a very relaxed adult, I will say. I don't know about that. <laughs> that was condescending. See, that that's one lying. of those moments where I can't tell if you're being serious. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, no. no. Uh, so, but my mom told me that when my brother was born, he was the exact opposite and he still is. He's, you know, I, I admittedly, I'm pretty high strung, you know, I have some anger issues and you know, that's stuff I'm working on, but you I've always been very particular about times. things. Things have to go in this order. They have to be like this or it's going to ruin my day. I can't, you know, it's got to get done or it ain't going to get done at all if I don't do it. You know? So my mom said that, um, my dad, though I look just like my dad, uh, he gravitated more towards my brother because he was so easy. And so that means to me like, Hey, my dad had an instant connection with my brother versus me. And that's okay. You know? Uh, um, but that's just one of the instances in which you can have the same mom, the same dad and have different, you know, have them feel different ways towards you. Is your brother, is he younger or older than you? He's younger. He, we're 20 months apart. Well, that might also be part of it is because he was the second child and the second child is a lot less stressful. Um, not only like the birthing and the aftercare, I don't even know if that's the right word. It's not like I'm talking about a tattoo, um, <laughs> but like taking the baby, you know what I mean? Like taking the baby home after, and like, you know, you're on your baby own. aftercare. <laughs> yeah. You know, you put the, you put the, what is it called? Fuck. I haven't got tattoo. Don't go so in the water, man. Don't go in the water. The aquaphor. Can't go put the aquaphor on him. Make you know, sure I'm you wrap him. Aquaphor is really good. Um, what do you use for it? Is that what you use for your tattoos? Dude, I haven't got tattooed in like six years. Yeah, it's been a minute for me too. I, I'm just it's a, so expensive. I'm a Luberdorm boy. Shout out Luberdorm. I used to, Appreciate um, all, the, uh, all the free lotion you give us for this uh, podcast. Yeah, if Aquaphor could get on it because my baby has eczema. So thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. Eczema is no um, laughing matter. No, it's it's not that this bad. Not he has a, a prescription. He has I call it his ointment and I make fun of him, but he doesn't know what I'm talking about. So um it's the second child is very, very different from the first child. Like I said, I had an instant connection with JJ. Um, which is weird because JJ was born during COVID. Um and like not at the peak of it, but he was born at the beginning of this year. So it was still pretty going pretty strong and so when he was born i couldn't stay at the hospital overnight or or i could but noah couldn't and noah wasn't going to sleep at home with my mom without me so i couldn't stay at the hospital and even though those few days i was away from jj 
I still had a connection with him because I think, I guess because I've already been a dad, yeah. I've already went through the emotions of becoming a dad. And so, and I mean, that's not the only thing, like a lot of things are different with the second kid. Like, you know, the first kid, you get like the stickers that say like three months, four months, you take a cute little picture, yeah, all that stuff. With the second shit, kid, yeah. Yeah, with the second kid, you want to do those things, but, like, you're not as, like, I'm going to do this 100% for sure. And, like, that's not to say that I don't love JJ just as much as I love Noah. You just realize that stuff is so trivial, and it does. no one gives a shit that your kid's three months old, honestly. <laughs> no, one's, no one's checking their fucking Facebook page the, the day your kid's oh, three months old. Finally, like, I was, I was yes, wondering about his four-week uh, his, uh, four update. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I really want to know what kind of food he likes, because that really has an impact on my oh, day. Oh, man. Oh, he doesn't like... Uh, to be naked oh oh he doesn't like oh. uh baths oh wouldn't have i gotta message him he didn't he didn't say how many teeth he has i need to find out i can't sleep unless i know you know what i mean like yeah. people don't care honestly they really don't care that much and so i think that's why the second kid you realize that because the first kids everything's a everything's a celebration they turn six weeks oh, everything you know what i mean like mm -hmm. of course like with jj like when he does something for the first time like he had mashed potatoes for the first time like we took a video we took pictures like it's everything's still a big deal but you don't necessarily share it as much how do you feel about mashed and potatoes? so Oh, he loves them. They're really good. He had some at Texas Roadhouse the other day. We went there to celebrate some uh, good news that we're not going to release just yet. We're not having another kid, so no one get excited. Damn. If we were having What's another the, kid. I don't even know oh, the news. Man. I told you and Brittany literally yesterday. You probably weren't listening. I was listening. Apparently not, dude. Dude, there was a lot going unless on. You think, okay. Unless you I mean, think my good heard, news isn't good enough like, to be big news. I heard there was a possibility of something going on. You said Yes, like, that's maybe? the news. Okay, so she did. Not yet. It's in it's it's in the works, but it's so it's happening. not so. See, so you're making me feel bad, and it's not even a thing yet. It is a thing, but it's being discussed. It's not like a sentence. No, no, thing. no, no. It's not being discussed. It's happening. It just hasn't happening yet. All right, I trust. I mean, I mean, yeah, she deserves trust it. Trust the process. She deserves it. She does absolutely. She does. Um, but no, I just think that. Um, he does like mashed potatoes. He had mashed potatoes for lunch, actually, because uh, we had beef tips and mashed potatoes yesterday, and he ate some today. He liked them. Uh, but I just, uh, a lot of stuff's different with the second kid, so if you have your first kid and you have that, like, you know, who's this stranger that just showed up in my life, more or less, uh, feeling, uh, more than likely with your second kid, you're not going to have that feeling. You're going to And on the opposite end then of, like, that, I mean, that that's your experience. What if, I, I'm kind of scared now to have another kid, and what if I don't have the same... You know, connection that I do with Sam. What if it's like the opposite way? Like yeah, you don't yeah, feel yeah. connected, and it, and it very well could be. If you know, if that's absolutely, if yeah, because you for me, like mm -hmm. the way I have it, it could definitely be different. You know, because maybe like you poured all this out to Salem, right? And I'm just like, oh, I couldn't possibly think to do that again. I, and then you have to. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know if it's you have to. I think you just do, but I can't imagine. You know, I don't know. It's hard. Like, I see people That's, like, six kids or seven yeah, like, kids dude, and my dog. How oh, much love man. is in your you body? you got to hate one more than the other. <laughs> You've got to dislike at least. One of these kids is the worst one. There's got to be a way to talk about this. Um, but no, I think that that's an interesting thing because I kind of had that anxiety about JJ where it's like, what if I pay attention to Noah more than I pay attention to JJ because I know Noah. Like, Noah's my buddy. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? And I did have that in the beginning where I was like, I love JJ so much, but it's like, 
I love I love Noah. I feel differently towards Noah because I've known him for his entire life for three years. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And they ca- it catches up. JJ's caught up. You know what I mean? Not to say like he's caught up. Yeah, but JJ's like, gonna catch up in years, man. His years go. Quicker, <laughs> he's so. got. You should have been born different, and then I'd love you more. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. No, um, I definitely think that you might have that feeling in the beginning, but that's just familiarity of your current child, and you know them. You know what they like. You know what they don't like. You know how to play with them and stuff. And with a newborn, especially a newborn, you can't you can't do shit with a newborn. Like they just sleep all day. You just like kind of hold them. Um, and then like feed them and then hear them cry all night. And then that's really it. I mean, until they're a little older, you can start like throwing them in the air, you know, bouncing them on the bed and stuff when they get a little older. But so it's, it's definitely a possibility that you could have that, that feeling if you guys have a second child. But I, I definitely want to tell you from someone who experienced it, that it passes on its own. You don't really, you kind of just have to fight through it and try to, Trying to kind of try to tell yourself, like, you know, this is my kid and I love this child. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, you love them, you feel love for them, but it just felt like it felt like I was babysitting. Like I said, mm-hmm. it just felt like somebody dropped this kid off and I'm waiting for his parents to come get him. You know what I mean? And then I don't remember how long it lasted. It wasn't very long, maybe like a couple months, three months, maybe. And yes. then. One day it was just like, this is my entire world now. Like everything revolves around this kid and his happiness. And like I said, I mean, if you have that feeling or if you're scared of that feeling, just know that it's not a forever feeling. If it's a forever feeling, then, you know, you definitely, you should go talk to someone. Oh, for sure. Uh, yeah. Like a professional because you, that could be other underlying issues. Um, and I was worried about that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, why don't I feel how I'm supposed to feel? Because I have an issue with my feelings anyway uh, that we've talked about on here before, like overly logical and like I have like no emotion most of the time. And it's, it's something that I'm working on um, for the sake of just you know, too smart for your own good, dude. I'm just too emotionless for my own good. <clears throat> um, like someone could say something and I'm like, OK, well, whatever, you know, if that's how you feel instead of like yeah, getting, uh, you know, upset. Yeah, I'm, I'm working you're on you're not like doing that. the opposite. I'm working <laughs> on we've t- yeah, yeah like being yeah. more not, not chill but just like dude it, don't go too far don't go no, too far no, the other yeah, way yeah, yeah. there's gotta be there's gotta be a, a, a balance there for sure yeah like um, a middle ground but I think that's and, uh, it's I, helping me in my parenting with Salem because he lately he's been getting super frustrated like and he voices oh, it he says he goes oh yeah. I'm so frustrated and um he throws a fit you know says no back talks um, you know, tries to like hit us or something. And he'll raise his fist, you know. Um, and most of the time it's because like, I guess he's maybe tired or hungry or who knows, but I always just try to like, Hey, you know, my, my first instinct is to be like, Hey, I guess this is my animalistic instinct is just to be louder than him. Right. And yeah, of course you establish that dominance. Like, and I've done that before and I always feel bad about it, obviously after the case, but with, lately what I've been doing is just telling him like, and I talked to my mom too. I said, Hey, like, how do I, how do I not give that back to him? You know, how do I figure that out? And cause my mom never yelled at me that much ever, but I was always afraid of her if I did something wrong. So she was doing something right, you know, well, that was and more of better, like, you were probably afraid parent to disappoint your own parent. So, um, I asked her, I was like, Hey, how do I, 
how do I combat this? And she said, look, just take a calm approach to it and just tell him that if he's yelling or screaming or crying, tell him you can't understand him and tell him I, I can't hear what you're saying. And so I've been trying that lately for the past couple of weeks and, um, you know, or I'll just send him to his room. I'll say, hey, son, I'll say real calm. He's losing his mind. I'll be like, hey, look, when you can have a change of attitude, you can come out. We can talk about it. And sometimes that's just what they need. They just need to get it out. And then when they're done, they'll he'll, he'll come out. He'll walk down the hallway, come to me in the kitchen and say, Daddy, I'm sorry. And um, some stuff gets through to him. And you can see those like, you know, those little like specks of light. You're like, oh, that's badass. You know, like uh, it was a couple weeks ago, but it was a Saturday and we were getting ready for our day. And I had to take a shower. He didn't want me to get out of bed because we were snuggling. And he lost his mind. He was screaming, whatever. So... Obviously, I lost my cool. I yelled back. I said, hey, you know, you better listen to me, so on and so forth, or we ain't going to do nothing. And so he got on the bed. He was crying. So then I was like, oh, of course, I got to go fix this, you know. So I went over to him, sat on the bed, sat him next to me. I said, hey. And um, I said, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have yelled at you. That was very ugly of me. I apologize. Do you forgive me? And he said, it's okay, Daddy. I yelled first. I'm sorry, too. And I was like, come on. That's sick. (laughs) So, um, that's actually a really mature approach from a three-year-old man, um, for which real. is like, you're obviously doing something right, you know, that, and but see, it, it, that, that rarely happens though. But with that one little like win, I felt like he gets it. He just can't control it. Cause he's only fucking three. So yeah, dude, it's just, it's, he's a little, it's never going to be that human. easy, you know? Yeah, of course. But that's the thing that I, that's the, like, don't get me wrong. I'm not a perfect father. Obviously I yell at Noah Same. and I don't want Same. to, yeah. um, and dude, I yell at JJ and I'm like, what am I doing? Like, why am I, he's a baby. He has no idea what's going on with anything. You know what I mean? He just knows what he wants and that's it. And I, he doesn't ever deserve it. And yeah. it's frustrating, but I think that I don't, I don't know if, other, I don't know if other people can do or do this, but I do. And I'm able to like tell Noah what I want to tell him. And I'm able to think at the same time being like, okay, this is how I want to talk to him. Like, what I'm doing right now is the right thing. And that's what I do. If I'm telling him something and in my head I'm telling myself, like, why are you doing this? This isn't right. I can, like, kind of, you know, adjust from there. But that's always what I'm looking for is that, like, inner voice to be like, okay, you're doing the right thing. You're doing the gentle parenting. You're not yelling at him. You're telling right. him what he needs to hear. And it doesn't always work. Gentle parenting is great. No. Dude. But it's not always effective. For sure. Just like spanking your kid is not, it's never effective. It has very adverse effects later on in life. It's been scientifically proven. I don't want to argue about this with anybody. Yeah. Hey, l- uh, um, let me tell you to stop hitting and I'm going to hit you because you're hitting. Cool. Right, like if you hit another grown-up, it's assault. If you hit an old person, it's elderly abuse. If you hit an animal, it's animal abuse. Why are people allowed to hit their children? Mm-hmm. Makes no f- fucking My sense rights. at all. Anyway. <laughs> but yeah, I digress. Um, but no, it's there's no, there's no cookie-cutter response to raising a kid. And I've learned that because I've read books, I've read articles, I've watched videos i've followed people on instagram i've done all these things and it's like everybody has a different response and you don't have to look any further than knowing that there's no cookie cutter way by just look right now if you're sitting at home go on amazon and look up potty training book and see how many different fucking books there are on how to train a pot potty train Mm -hmm. a kid and you'll see that there's no 
the, how to train your potty. There's no yeah. surefire way to do it. Nothing in parenting is like 100%. You just have to try stuff. And then if it works, it works. If it doesn't work, you got to try something well, else. Well, I think... I think too, like this kind of lends itself to if you, if you are feeling like distanced from your kid or something like that, you know, um, no matter how old the kid is, maybe the kid is two, three years old and is vocal. Yeah, and That's very possible. And you're still feeling that way. Try a different technique of like maybe discipline or talking about your feelings or, you know, asking them how they feel about stuff. Um, you'd be surprised how much that will affect you. Um, child, <clears throat> child led playtime can do wonders for your relationship with your kid. Let yeah. them be in charge for a little bit because you got to think as a toddler, how many times a day do you think you tell your toddler? No, all day. Yeah. That's mostly the main word you say to your kid is no. So imagine how you would feel because your kids are just little kids. They're little people who have feelings just like we do. And so being told no constantly is frustrating so if sitting down on the floor with them for 30 minutes and letting them decide how you play what you play with man it can do wonders for your relationship with your kid especially mm -hmm. as far as like their emotional response to you can be yeah. because that bonding that you get from that is it shows your kid that like you're not necessarily on the same level i don't want to think like you know you're on the same level as your kid because you're not and if you are you need to not be because you're gonna have trouble later but you want your kid to feel some independence and feel some a little bit of power in um, of their own decisions because if you don't, they're really gonna have trouble. Yeah, well, later I was on in life. I mean, that. look at our fucking generation. Right. I was thinking about that last night. Um, like, why stifle what they want to do um, if it's not hurting anybody or hurting them? Like, say, I'm exactly. on a walk the other day, and you know he he's a, he's a kid. They kids just want to get dirty. They don't care. And normally my response would be, Hey, you know, get up out that grass. You're getting all dirty. But I just was like, Hey man, like I'm going to wish one day that this kid was rolling in the grass still, you know? And yeah, of course. That's like screw it. Like I don't, if I have to take 30 more seconds to wipe them off, it don't matter. And it literally does not matter. Yeah. The same like thing that. with like can, Noah with, with yeah, like after it rains, you know? Like after it rains, we'll if we go somewhere, like we go to the store, no one wants to splash in the puddle. Splash in the puddle, dude. I wish I could get to splash in puddles and not care that my socks are wet. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like mm. let your kid be a kid. That sounds and, terrible. But Oof. oh my god, wet socks and shoes. Ugh, couldn't do it, dude. But he doesn't care. He doesn't and that's what's boots. great. He can is, he can hit the puddles in. Well, I mean, yeah, he has boots. Well, no, his boots are actually too small. We need to get him new ones. Uh, so, no, he doesn't have any boots right now. But it's not I'll the rainy season. I'll reach out to the boot sponsor later and tell him. Okay, yeah. Um, what is it? What is it? Hunter uh, boots or whatever? Uh, Lariat? I, oh, <laughs> Lariat boots. Oh, yeah, Lariat yeah, yeah. boots. Okay, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, so tell him to send me called. a couple pairs. <laughs> Lariat? They just send us a fucking F-150 Lariat? <laughs> this isn't... Okay, I mean, sure. Fuck, dude. That's where it's like in my subconscious. It's always cars. <laughs> God damn it. Ariat. Yeah. Ariat. Yeah. Ariat boots. Don't send me any pants because I don't want to look like I drop pills. Do they make those drinks. like, um, those like sequin pants? The like bedazzled ones? Oh, yeah. With like the white stitching, the thick <sighs> white stitching. I'd to see you in those, Corey. Not going to lie. Dude, if you pay me, I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> you got to buy the pants, though. But. <laughs> No, I think that's a good point is like if you're feeling some lack of connection with your kid, no matter what age, just. I mean, 
give it up and we try have something the, different. We have like, the entire knowledge, all the knowledge in the world is in your pocket right now on your phone. You can fix whatever you need to fix. So just, it's, if you're not feeling a connection with your kid, it's not necessarily on you, but it's on you to fix it. Mm-hmm. And, and so it's worth the if effort. you, it's worth the effort. Absolutely. It is like, it could switch in a day. It could switch in, a, in an hour. You'd be surprised, you know? Yeah, because if your kid your kid doesn't understand not feeling a connection with their parent, they can't come up to you and be like, hey, daddy, I don't feel like we're connecting, you know, today. I mean, yeah, when your kid's older, they might, but a toddler's not going to have that type of insight. But you mm-hmm. do as an adult. So, like we said, it's not on you that you don't feel that connection, but it's on you to make it right and to fix it for your kid because your kid deserves to have a connection with their parents, uh, a connection with their uh, you know, father, mother, whatever, because I guess moms can probably go through this as well. Uh, postpartum is a bitch for a lot of people, I know. And so uh, I think that's a little different, though, as far as, like, that's more like, well, I guess they're both psychological. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I can't really speak on it, though, because I obviously, <laughs> I didn't birth a baby, so I don't know. Uh, yeah, I think, and I've talked, I think we talked about this before, but just, you know, I guess lending hopping off of what you said about just telling your kid no all the time like you don't know what that does to them and it's just i don't know if 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 you don't feel an emotional connection like like you said you know it's you got to figure out why you got to put in the work and it could be something stupid that you're not doing that you didn't think to do and be like oh man like but don't feel like a bad parent because of that if you're if you're caring and you're listening and you're wondering how you can improve, then you're a great parent. You're doing great. You're doing the right thing. Yeah. yeah. But but listening to us talk about it isn't gonna fix it. You gotta go out mm-hmm. there and find the resources on what you can do because you can Google, I don't feel connected to my toddler, and I guarantee you fifty thousand pages are gonna come up about stuff that you could do to fix it. And I mean, obviously, don't do everything you see. Some stuff is probably going to be pretty ridiculous. I've seen some pretty ridiculous um, potty training tips out there and stuff like that. So Give not everything is going to work. Oh, uh, people that potty train their kids at like three months old. Um, that was one tip I saw, what which doesn't fuck? make any sense because I can't go back in time. So I don't know how that's helping anybody. Uh, but yeah, they put their kids on the potty um, to go. And I guess it works somehow, but it seems ridiculous to me. So I don't, I'm not going to try it. Obviously, both of my kids are well past three months old. So um, I can't even remember three months old. Can they just sit up by themselves yet? I don't know. And I have a nine month old and I don't know. No, because he didn't start sitting up on his own. until he was like eight months, yeah. seven or eight months. That um, boy's about to be moving. Dude, he's getting to scooting. He's a scooting little booter now. He's so a boot scooting baby. Good. He's a boot scooting baby doing the boot scooting boogie. So. Yeah, it's, um, I'm ready for him to start crawling, though, because I feel like he'll be much happier than he has locomotion. You know what I mean? He can get for around sure. more. Yeah, more independent. Definitely. Pretty soon he'll be making his own coffee, driving his own vehicle to work, and uh, I can just hang out. So, one day. Pretty soon. But Pretty I think soon. definitely um, you have the resources <laughs> at your fingertips, literally, to find out how you can fix what's wrong and that's what I did whenever I didn't feel connected to Noah I was like this can't be the way I'm supposed to feel like this can't be right 
Mm-hmm. So I Googled, like, I don't feel connected to my newborn. And that's when I saw the article about this guy who was saying, like, you know, we we did everything, everything you're supposed to do and the kids are born or whatever. You know, like, we got the crib, we got the, 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 the boopy pillow, the baby breeze, whatever. And, like, I was really prepared and I was ready. And then the kid got here and I'm like, eh. And that's what I experienced. Like, mm-hmm. he was born and I was like... Okay, this is cool, I guess. I mean, and now look at me. I run a podcast about being a dad that has 23 solid listeners. So we've come a long way. Yeah. You should be proud. Well, full circle would mean that I don't feel connected again. Okay. Um, 180. Did a 180. Yeah. 180. 360 is different. Yes. 360 Um, is different. You're just in the right, you're just in the same spot. You're right. (laughs) Exactly. Um, Um, Yo, do you have a dad brag for this segment? Dad, I know we didn't oh, discuss this, but... A, do I have a dad brag? Oh, I absolutely have a fucking dad brag. Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me Give right now? Me. Um, So Noah is consistently going on the potty in the morning, going on the potty before bath time. Uh, the other day, he went on the potty four times uh, during <sighs> the day. Yesterday, he went on the potty three times during the day. Damn. Uh, he's eating much better. Uh, he's not wasting food anymore. I put food in front of him, and you know what I do? I play it cool. I play it cool, play it cool. and I let him do his own thing. You know, I've heard and that you know somewhere what? before. Yeah, I think it might have been our episode that only got 14 listens last week or a couple weeks ago, so maybe go back Fuck and listen to that Smartest 14 one. people in the world. Exactly. Um, but no, it's been going really well with eating. Uh, JJ's doing fantastic. He's eating everything under the sun. He had some chocolate cake yesterday. He had some beans yesterday. Um, at the party, obviously, and mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. um, things are going better with uh, my kids. Uh, and yeah, do you Dude, have a dad brag? I do. Let's I don't know if it's it. a dad brag, but it's also it's like very funny. I guess it's kind of a dad brag because of like his, um, his vocabulary. But mm-hmm. yesterday, okay, so last night, <clears throat> I went to uh, my in laws, so Brittany's parents. Brittany was at a, uh, a dinner for work. And so Salem and I were, I was going to take him over there. And so we went and, you know, uh, Brittany has a little sister and she plays with slime. So, you know, how like, how, you know, it's like everywhere. Uh, yeah. so I was like, you know, Salem got it. He says, Hey, can we play with this? And I'm like, I opened it up and I'm like, yeah, sure. Cool. I'm like, I don't know. like, <laughs> just play with it in a specific area because this shit looks messy it's like pink it smells very good though and um so salem gets it out and it's like on his hands and he can't get it off it's like way too liquidy and yeah it's like sticky too isn't it dude it's so hard to explain like it's fucked up and anyway um I, i don't know i don't know if this one's been sitting too long or what but we uh so I'll go over there and try to help him. And the way that she, that, that Kaylee was telling me how to do it was like, I got to get a big ball of it and I got to like do it really fast and like, you know, pick it up off of his own skin. And so I started doing that. And in the process it's dripping and it's getting on my leg hair and it's on my clothes <laughs> and it's in my dude, it's all over my hands. I can't. So I have to oh freeze. My God. Both Salem and I are frozen. Well, then Kaylee has to come to the rescue and Salem is losing his mind. He's laughing so hard and I can't stop laughing because he can't even breathe. He's laughing so hard. And uh, 
So Kaylee he's comes laughing at she, you because it's like getting all over your legs and stuff. Yeah, dude. He's like, and, <laughs> and so Kaylee comes and she's like starting to try to save the day. She's got this big ass glob and she's fucking hitting it, hitting it, hitting it. And she's like getting it off of my hands, but it's not really working. And then we're like, oh no. And it gets in her hair and Salem just straight up pauses and goes, guys, we are in a sticky situation and we <laughs> fucking lost our minds. I couldn't even, <laughs> dude, it was so funny. And, uh, that's my dad brag because I feel like his vocabulary is through the roof. And, um, it honestly is though. Like even yesterday at the party, whenever he was upset, like yeah, he was telling you how he felt. And I think that's, that's, Honestly, really great. I mean, I um, he, he was going through it yesterday. He didn't have a nap, and you know, we we got him there, and yeah, Brady said he had like just fell there. asleep, like as you were yeah. getting there, and so he like exactly. got woken up. Exactly. Um, but man, that was so funny. We were that was the hardest thing I've ever heard him laugh in his life, and it was the funniest shit. It was so funny. Um, but yeah, that's that's my story. That's awesome, dude. It's hilarious. Uh, a note to parents, though. Try to keep your kids away from slime because I hear it gets stuck in your carpet, which is not good. Yeah. and uh, uh, I've avoided, avoided it for this long, but I'm, sh- I'm sure the day will come. I was going to get some kinetic sand for Joey for his birthday yesterday. Mm-hmm. And I thought of Ryan and Lindsay, and I was like, I better not. Dude, he got so many of those like, poppers. Play with, but, huh? He got so many of those little poppers. Oh yeah, Brian said he got like six of them, which is he like loves a those lot. things, dude. We got him a yeah, book dude. that pops, it like snaps. Sick. It's a very satisfying sound. Yeah, I saw that, um, dude. At, at kids' birthday parties, it's so difficult because like your kid also wants to like go play with the presents, and it's like you can't. That's why we left early because Noah was like having like such a hard time to like not do that. For sure, yeah. And so, yeah, I was like, we left like not too long after you guys left. Dude, Noah was loving Salem's uh, Crocs. Was he? <laughs> yeah. So I think you were inside with JJ and I was outside with them. And uh, I was trying to get Noah to get in the bounce house. And he kept just gravitating towards Salem's uh, Crocs. And he was like putting them on his wrong feet. I was like, dude, I was like, you it's want some Crocs? I'll tell your dad. It's because he has some camo tomorrow. ones here at the house. And he loves to just like put them on. And like, I'll tell him like, he'll put like one one of his Crocs on and then like one of his other shoes and he'll come over to me and I'm like, what? Those aren't the right shoes. And he thinks it's like the funniest thing in the world. So <laughs> it's like this dumb little game we play and then he'll put them on what the wrong jokester. feet and I'll tell him and I'll tell him like, Oh, they're on the wrong feet. And then he just starts laughing. So yeah, it's pretty funny, but he has some here. He has uh, some camo ones. We got at a garage sale for five bucks. Hell yeah. What a find. I got camo yeah, ones they're like too. The, yeah. They're the, he has the ones that are like, um, they're like orange on the inside. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're pretty sick. I like them. Um, so, um, I guess in closing, if you feel a connection with your kid, great. Cool, that's that's great. But it's not always normal. And if you don't feel a connection with your kid, then there are avenues that you can take to fix that. And, like, it never happened at all. And just pick up right where you left off, you know, where you thought you were going to be. Um there's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with you. There's nothing wrong with the kid. Um, but you have to figure out, you know, and, and, and see why that is the case and just do your research. It's your responsibility. You're the grown up, Um, and you got to figure that out. 
because the kid don't know shit. Exactly. And really, it's not even exclusive to just your kid. If something's not going right in like your relationship with a, a, a family member or a significant other or something, you can, there's tons of resources on the internet to try to see what you could be doing better. Really. Uh, mm-hmm. There's a lot of stuff out there, man, on the internet, more than anybody could ever know. So um, you're definitely not alone if you feel that way. And Oh no, we're all living the same life, just like different, just a tiny bit different. Damn, we're we're all doing the same stuff. <laughs> um, but no, like again, if I don't want anyone to feel like you know, like I'm a bad parent, like whatever, because I don't feel a connection. Like it's not your fault. Yeah, but if you don't fix it, then it's your fault because yeah, you can fix it. It, it can be it fixed. As you would work on anything else, you know, and that it's probably yeah. the most important thing you're gonna have to work on in your whole fucking life. Absolutely, because your child deserves to feel connected with and loved and taken care of and all of that mushy-gushy stuff. So mm-hmm. uh, take care of your kids. And tell a friend about us while you're at it. Don't tell your kids about us. Tell a friend about us. Yes, um, yeah, so you can find yep. us on Instagram, at Hiding in the Garage. Um, be sure to leave us a five-star review. On, on Apple iTunes. Music or iTunes or whatever the hell it's called. It's iTunes. Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts. That's the one. Yes. We can cut that, that out. That is the one. Apple. Be sure to leave us a f- be sure <laughs> be sure to be sure to leave us a f- <laughs> What is happening? Are you good? Are you having a stroke? I'm just trying to get the perfect Be sure to leave us a five star review. That's not the perfect one. That, that was that was bad. Sorry, that I'm like bad. mid yawn. That All was right, bad, well, yeah. No, yeah, tell us how you feel. It doesn't have to be five-star. Five-star is definitely wanted, so if you're feeling bad... Five-star is top tier, so if you want to be a top-tier listener... You know, give it to us, but... Yeah, and if you if you disagree with anything we said, if you agree with anything we said, um, shoot us a message, leave us a review. If you have anything that we should cover that you feel is important to you, um, we'd love to talk about it. Um, yeah, definitely let us know because we rack our brain every week trying to figure out stuff to talk about. So some outside input would also be nice. Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, we, we could, also have we could, stickers. Like, do a drawing. like people give us ideas and then we just put them in a hat and pull them. That would be cool. That'd be do sick. It like a week yeah. ahead of time. We got 23 listeners, so it's 23, we 23 subjects. Mm-hmm. Um, we also have stickers well. that say, uh, tell a friend about hiding in the garage. If you guys would like one, I can send you one. I have three left. Um, I don't know Damn, how many you very have Very rare, very exclusive. I think we only had 10 made in the first place because there was like a dollar for 10 of them. <laughs> and, I could have yeah, Salem so, sign them. Salem and yeah, Noah and like, JJ, will, they'll sign them all. They might just color all over them, but you'll get one regardless. It'll be a sticky piece of paper is what you'll get. <laughs> Is that nothing more than what a sticker is? Sticky piece of paper. Wow. And I think we end there. I think we do. So yeah, thank you guys, and we will catch you next week. Uh, Hopefully we don't screw it up this time. No, dude, we didn't screw it up. Listen to us, man. We were just busy. Yeah, we're busy. But anyway, goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. Bye, bye.